Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection. I'm Craig Martin here with Christina Martin, and we are telling you all about astrology, and you need to know. Christina Martin. The dish. The dish. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to, to the nice show. Dish. <laughs> oh, come on. They need to know. They need to know. There's nothing more important than astrology. If you really want to know whether your life has an instruction manual, it does, and it's right there in front of you. It's your natal chart. So Yes, it is. Don't complain to me. The translations. <laughs> don't complain to me about your life. Look at your chart. Learn how to read your own chart. <laughs> <laughs> it is a skill. It is really, really, really good to be able to do that. Very it's helpful. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. So, so important that, you know, you've, we've got this tool, this incredible tool, and that you and I have spent time to learn how to read that tool for people is an, is an amazing gift also that um, you know it, it, it's a guidance tool and it helps people uh, with their lives and you know we're we're both you know honored to be in the position of like you said once a long time ago to me you know we don't have to we get to and mm-hmm. and that's the gift you know mm-hmm. We get to. We get to be in a position where we get to be helpful, and and what a blessing that is. So, um, yes. Amen. This new moon in Libra. Powerful, right. Right. Powerful. powerful. Libra, 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 Libra. So much of it. Sun, yeah, moon, Mercury, out. and Mars, all in Libra. That's a giant stellium. And there's no fire still on the chart. A couple of planets in Earth, a couple of planets in water. I think tomorrow or the next day, we're going to have Venus going into Sagittarius, which is quite nice. I think she is a fun girl, Venus in Sagittarius. She likes to travel. She likes to stick her foot in her mouth. <laughs> she likes to be free. <laughs> yep. She likes to say what's on her mind. <laughs> Does. She lacks an internal editor. <laughs> I give you her opinion. <laughs> but she's fun. Oh, she's so fun. She's adventurous. She's, 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 she's good to have in your corner. Yes. Yeah, there's a nice awareness there that she can bring to us. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. She's the original rip you a new one girl. Venus and Sag, huh? Because Sag just likes to tell Sagittarius is the truth tellers, right? Or they like to... Yeah. They're they're the lawyers, you know? Mm. Lawyers. Uh Who better, you know, than to, like, tell you what it is, is. (laughs) Than a Venus and Sag. Yeah. Yeah. So we have that to look forward to, but tonight we're going to talk about new moon and and what it represents. I think it was really nice. It was it happened early in the morning here, probably while people were just getting to work on the East Coast this morning. So we're still in that very new moon vibe. The moon's about mm-hmm. eight degrees away now. Mm-hmm. Still definitely new. You can't see it, um, you know, with the naked eye. Too much of a sliver, so I would say that's still a, a new moon. And um, 
in Libra this season, October, where before we go into the Scorpio part of the year, we have an opportunity to really know and discuss with other people what it is that they need from us. Mm, I like that. Right. Involve other people in the conversation. Scorpio's heavy, you know. Scorpio energy is so heavy. By the time we get to Halloween, you know, and it's all about the dead. Libra's <laughs> about the living. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And then Sagittarius is back out again. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Libra is like a living contract, you know. Whereas for Scorpio, you can definitely still have feelings about someone who's died, right? Like you can have feelings. You can have to like work through something, but you can't renegotiate, you can't renegotiate the contract. Correct. Amundo, they're not there all by yourself, right? So I think Libra brings into light the fact that all of the relationships, the existing relationships that we have are dynamic and there's a constant state of, compromise and a new understanding and talking and learning and who who is my partner who are the people that I'm intimately connected with whether it's work a business partner or a a lover or um, even children you know we have Libra contracts with lots of different people depending upon you know how you raise your kids but it's nice if you have a Libra contract with them as well where you recognize well, you, where you recognize what they're giving you back and, and, and you help them to realize what the, you're giving them hmm. um, or they already do or, you know, or, or you know, it's, it's, it's nice. And I think that it's not just Libra is not, can't be just completely about um, contractual relationships like, oh, you go to your dentist and, you know, your dentist is going to do this or that and you're going to pay them this or that amount of money and that's the contract. You know, there's more to Libra than that. There's mm-hmm. more to Libra than just, just like, you know. The air sign quality. like the has to be. has to be. has yeah. to be. It's ruled by Venus. How could right. it just be? How could it just be, you it's know. mind. So dry. Logic. Facts. Right. Correct. It's ruled by Venus. It's got to have a little bit of love in it. Love. Harmony. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. A fairness. Fairness. I feel like when we when we talk about sublimating the ego, when we talk mm-hmm. about um, how we have to put our ego a little bit aside in order to be able to get along with someone else, mm-hmm. that's Libra. Right, that's oh, Libra because yeah, that's yeah. navigating. That's navigating the idea of compromise, right? So, mm-hmm. what is it that you want? What is it that I want? And how can we find common ground? Mm-hmm. There has to be love. Like there has to be some element of of love. You know, I, I know you're saying fairness, balance, and and some other nice words there, but I think the foundation behind that is love. Right. Yeah, I mean it's it's connection. It's like like we were I think touching on last week. It's the first sign that's really dealing with another person. So you know we have we are connected to other people. We're not 
here on Earth in a vacuum. We're not only right. doing the Aries thing. We're, we do have to be supported by other people. Right. Yeah, and and navigate the contract between us and those people constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. a living contract because, you know, we're not in a static agreement. Now, sometimes we are. Sometimes mm-hmm. we are. If you buy a house from someone or, you know, something like that, the mm-hmm. contract is fairly static. It's right. Like, fairly Cut static. I mean, there, there are right. obviously certain, meaning that they, it doesn't change because you buy the house from them and then you both go your separate ways. You right. never talk to that person again. Hope, ho- hopefully like there's no problem where you have to talk to them again. So right. that's what I'm saying. Like mostly there are certain Libra situations that are static, but for a lot of people in our lives, it's not. If you I'm have going. a 10 year relationship with your dentist then, you know, like, it's not static what, what that person is going to tell you that they need from you, what they expect from you, and what you're going to expect from them that's going to mm-hmm. grow and evolve over time. So I think that Libra is a lot more dynamic than, than we might it's assume. It's a little contract, right. Well, because it's not volatile. It's not volatile like the fire signs or Scorpio, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a lot more involved. There's a lot more volatility in, mm. uh, in Scorpio or even cancer than there is mm-hmm. in, in, in Libra, but that doesn't in mean Libra. that it's not vital and it's not alive. True. Right. And there is a little bit of like, I can't remember if we were saying this last week too, about, you know, if Libra doesn't get their way, if, or if, if, excuse me, if things aren't balanced, then we get a little bit of, you know, vitality or we get a little bit of energy up up in Libra's butt. Right, in our face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a little bit of that energy because there's, you know, it, it does rule the concept of justice. And mm-hmm. a lot of Libra energy... You know they're they're okay with taking a back seat to a certain extent, and um, but you know yeah, there many of them will be codependent, but in the end they're still going to push back. If they don't push back from the beginning, which they should, then they will push back in the end. Yeah. So to Libra, the idea of balance. Crowley called the card of justice, he called it adjustment. Hmm. And in that tarot deck, it's a picture of a woman standing on her tiptoes, holding two scales on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I remember teaching about this a really long time ago, this is something that I haven't said about Libra or that card in a long time, is that if you've ever stood, it doesn't even have to be on your tiptoes, just stand flat foot on the floor with your arms at your side. It's not static. The muscles in your body have to adjust constantly to keep you from falling over, right, constantly. And if you tune into that, it's really brilliant. It's like there's there's a lot going on even in the still 
darkness of Libra. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Exactly right. Your All your muscles are firing. That's why, you know, I mean, vertigo, you know, I, I think I read a while back that was one of the hurdles that scientists have had with technology and robots, being able to have them just stand and walk. The, the balance part is actually really difficult I to bet. be able to do. To, to you know, change the weight, you know, to from duplicate. one side to the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, well, you know, there's an entire region of our brain, a whole section of the brain, like the whole section, the medulla, the whole backside of your brain is for that. It's for balance? Yeah, for balance and like regulatory processes. You know, like the section of your brain that keeps your heart beating, that keeps your balance because it, it it's like this just the sensory part of your brain. Mm. Take mm-hmm. but but not like not like the five senses in particular. It's like the sensory part, not like, you know, taste and touch. That's a different part of the brain. It's the part of the brain that says like Oh, the blood pressure is a little high. We need to lower it. Oh, the blood pressure is a little low. We need to raise it. Oh, we're, you know, we're, we're walking. So we need to keep maintaining our balance. It's, it's, mm. it's that kind of sensory, like beyond the five senses. Mm-hmm. Like a little, you know, command center up there, making sure that all the dials are in the center. Yeah. And of course that's very Libra. Right? I mean, I think it's incredible. I used to think it was funny that, you know, if you're lying down, right, if you lie down, mm-hmm. then your blood pressure has to go down because otherwise you'd have the same pressure to your to the top of your head. So your mm-hmm. blood pressure goes slightly down when you lie down. And when you sit up, even if you sit up fast, you don't faint because your body senses the change in position and changes your blood pressure all in microseconds. It's very Libra. Adjust it. Right. And that's why Crowley called it adjustment. Adjustment. Yes. Right. All of the little adjustments that we have to make in order to be able to create justice. Mm-hmm. In order fairness. To balance, fairness. Right. In order to create a good relationship. Correct. Little adjustments here and there. And that's what it's all about here. Good relationships. Uh-huh. Good relationships, Libra. That's yes. what that's what this moon and this new moon energy is all about is the 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 new relationships and the good relationships that we have with people. I said new because it's a new moon, real. Mm-hmm. So you're totally capable of developing new relationships right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, it's always important to know what house that occurred in so that you can look at the house because the new moon is bringing energy to that house. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. How do, you fe- how do you feel about this Mars as well? The Mars is involved here a little bit. Well, and Mercury. Well, yeah, and Mercury because Mercury – you know, retrograde back past the moon while it was happening, right? Mm. Mercury is retrograde. So while the moon was moving forward in Libra, Mercury moved backwards past it all while the new moon was happening. 
And Mars, yeah, is sitting right there on the sun. I think mm. it's pretty strong. How do I feel about it? I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like it can strongly represent relationships with men. Hmm. Okay. Because of Mars and the just Mars adding Mars adding, you know, it's uh it's Mars masculine vibe mm-hmm. passing across the sun while we were having the the new moon this morning. Mm-hmm. Right? Mars was at thirteen. The sun is actually almost at fourteen. It's probably at fourteen while you and I are talking. It's thirteen fifty-nine. Mm. And uh Oh, yeah, there. It's 135950. It's almost at 14. The the eclipse was all in the 14th degree of Libra, thir- mm. late 13, 14. And, yeah, Mars in that new moon, right in it, yeah. has to be about men. Right. Men. The various relationships. I have a new man that's come into my life that I'm going to be talking to on Friday morning is about a business thing. Someone mm-hmm. that I would potentially like create a limited partnership with for a certain mm-hmm. aspect of my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so he fits into that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You and I are talking. I'm a Libra man in your life. Yes. Contractual. I'm sure right. you have others. Yeah, I don't think I've met any new men today, but uh-huh. we still got a couple hours, so who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yes. Yeah. I was also thinking, too, like the, the Mars and Libra, because that's a little hard placement for Mars, but something to do with the you know, there's strong action behind balancing things, behind getting justice a little bit. Like if justice isn't served or doesn't feel... Passive. Justice right. isn't passive. With no. Mars and Libra. No, it's a, one of those things, right? If you If you ignore your health, it'll go away. If you ignore your wife, she'll go away. If you ignore democracy, it will go away. Right. If you ignore if you ignore justice, it will go away. If you ignore truth, it will go away. All of mm. these things that we have to fight for, all right. these things that are that are supposedly important values that we have that we have to fight for, they definitely require, you know, micromanaging what was fair at one time between our political parties, no longer applies. Mm-hmm. If, if if the two parties are playing by a different set of rules, then you have to figure out, like, what are the common rules or you have to agree to play on that person's rules. Mm-hmm. Right? right. If you play fair and someone plays dirty, you're always going to lose. Correct. Right? So either you have to convince them that they need to play fair or you have to get dirty with them. <laughs> right. One way or the other. There's this amazing, funny, bring up Vin Diesel, but I can remember seeing the tales of Riddick a long, long, long time ago. It's really a fun adventure ride when Vin Diesel was becoming famous. And Judy Dench, like famous Judy Dench, 
plays yeah. like the wisdom advisor, right? Uh-huh. When he goes to her or he sees her on some crazy-ass planet, and because it's like a science fiction story with a bunch of planets that are really, really cool. It's super cool, um, you know, vintage sci-fi, vintage Vin Diesel action movie. Hmm. But, but at the beginning of that movie, he's confused about fighting the, you know, the, the darkness. And she hmm. says to him, Sometimes you have to fight the darkness with darkness, right? If someone is pointing a gun at you, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. you don't just smile at them and, you know, let them shoot you. Not if uh-huh. you have a gun, not if you have a gun in your pocket, right? Right. You, you shoot them first. Yes, you play <laughs> fair. Yes. It's, yeah, you play fair, but but playing fair can be playing on the dark side. Right. Correct. So fair. And there it is. That's genius right there. You play fair because if they're playing like dirty, then you play like one, two. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That was my idea of being beeped, blooped out. Yeah, that was good. Preventing myself arm. from completely. Our censorship, yes. Yes, that was the sensor, uh, our online sensor, our live sensor, beeping me out. So, amazing. Fairness is about, right, playing on the same level playing field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You play fair by shooting right. them. Right. <laughs> If 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 that's what they're right. coming to the if that's what they're coming to the game with, yes, isn't that all fair in love and war? That is a saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All fair in love means that I think you can you can do not nice things to people who love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't really think that that's so nice, but yeah, I guess all is fair. You're going to reveal it all. Mm-hmm. You're going to reveal it all in love. And I guess uh, the Nuremberg trials also revealed that all is not fair in war because now you can be arrested for war crimes. So you see, that old phrase doesn't really pertain anymore. <laughs> no. All is not fair in war. You're not allowed to gas people. You're not allowed to drop nuclear bombs. You can Mm -hmm. go in and you can shoot them up with depleted uranium, but you're not allowed to blow them up with a nuclear weapon. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. People, people, the way that they convince themselves that certain behaviors is okay and they make it marginally acceptable to be mean or abusive right yeah the concept of fairness is really interesting because it is a little bit subjective almost it's not so uh, objective almost well because someone, (laughs) someone else says to you that's not fair correct you know 
you'd want things to be more objective, right? That's totally Libra's bag. But that's why we have arbitrators, right? That's why we have people who mediate and arbitrate and judges who get between different people and decide what's fair. Mm -hmm. Because people enter into contractual relationships in unclear ways. So Mm -hmm. then there are problems afterwards because we didn't exactly know what we were getting ourselves into. Right. Hence this Mercury and Libra. (laughs) I've definitely come across some instances so far. I mean, I haven't signed any contracts, so. Mercury and Libra. Mm Mm-hmm. Mercury retrograde in Libra. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We still have another 10 days of that. Mm-hmm. Amazingly, we're already 10 days in. Yeah, wow. Not doing bad. That's good. Yeah. Halfway through. 10 days in, 11 days out. It'll be over on the 18th. And we have a new moon Mercury in the middle and of feel, Mercury and Libra feels like a sort of difficult um, retrograde. You know, we talked about it last week, but it does feel um, complicated in a way because you're reviewing what it is that's supposed to be fair and entering into contracts is a hard thing to do right now. It is, but but sometimes we need to. Of course, yeah. Yeah, you just want to be really clear about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the chart. I wish it had a little bit more fire, maybe a, maybe a little bit more water. I mean, it's so crazy that the personal planets, when we talk about the personal planets, you guys, it's the first five, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. And you'd like to see some variety in the personal planets. And right now, it's Sun, Moon, Mercury, and Mars all in Libra and Venus and Scorpio. So there's a little bit of water and a lot of air and no fire and no earth. And then even when you go to Jupiter and Saturn, they're both in air and you don't really get earth until you're out all the way out in the generational planets, which are Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. But those are more vague in the chart. They're not as, um, it's hard to say that those planets create a preponderance of our personality unless it's your ruling planet. But in general, the outer planets just represent the generation that we're a part of. They're not our personal, most intimate part of our personality. Mm. Mm -hmm. So there's no earth, no fire, and almost no water. And tomorrow, there'll be a little bit of fire and no water. And no water, right. Well, the personal planets, you know, all the way up to Uranus. Right. So it's a very airy, airy time, very cerebral, very intellectual, very commitment-oriented. If you're you're establishing commitments, I know a lot of people that are. I know a lot of people that have been really, you know, blessed with some good energy right now, some really good commitment energy. 
amazing. That's that's like the, you know, perfect uh, example of this energy, right? That's the ideal is is to make a commitment with someone and feel that it's fair and get to create something together. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. So happy new moon, happy new moon to you. Happy new moon to you. And to everybody. And a new cycle of the fourth quarter of 2021 as we rock it out. Uh, Can't believe it. We're deep into it already. October 7, tomorrow, coming up. And, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving and Christmas are right around the corner. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. Such a pleasure. I enjoy it every single time. Yeah, we love it. And always good to be here with our listeners. I'm Craig Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection. You can find us either at Sage of Stars on all platforms or sageofstars.com. Or if you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out losangelesastrologyschool.com where you're going to find a fabulous website with a lot of information and an opportunity for you to be able to read your own chart in just 12 short lessons. We'll talk to you guys soon, and I hope you have a really great night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone.